Today, I want to talk about a specific capability in HTTP that uh, we don't really often talk about, and that's alternative service, or if you've ever seen the header, uh, alt-svc, that's what it is. And uh, I want to talk about its relation to client-side load balancing and uh, specifically its main use currently, I suppose, and that is a switching from HTTP2 or HTTP1 to HTTP3. This header becomes very critical. We're going to talk about that. It's not really just a header anymore. It's uh, literally everywhere. It's, in a, it's an HTTP2 frame. It's also in DNS. And uh, we'll talk about that a little bit. So it's going to be an interesting discussion, I think. Let's jump into it. Welcome to the Backend Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. This is the show where we discuss the art and the craft of building software and cover recent news on backend technologies. If you enjoy the show, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel and rate it on Spotify and Apple Podcast. With that said, let's get on, on the show. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Welcome to the Back Engineering Show with your host, Hussein Nasser. And for those listening that you cannot see the picture here, I moved a little bit my office to another place. Now I'm still working on the background here, so we don't see much. There's there's no more. The, my books are no longer in the background. It's trying to make it simple. And uh, so there'll be a little bit of advances until that. So that's why I didn't post for it for almost like two months or a month now at this point in my channel. Uh, but uh, we'll talk about uh, the alternative service really here. The alt service header. You see, when you connect to a HTTP server and say it's HTTP 1.1, uh, you use the DNS to resolve to an IP address then once you have the IP address, you connect. You establish a TCP connection to the server, knowing the port, whether it's E80 or 443. And then uh, you start communicating after, of course, you establish TLS, whether that's required or not. Then you start communicating your request. So you send the GET request or POST or whatever. And you keep the connection open so you can send multiple connections. That's just the de facto rules these days. Keep the connection open as much as possible just in case you want to send multiple requests. But then the server is aware that that service that we connected to, 
we connect it to an IP address. While that's true, one IP address may hold multiple websites, right? Might host multiple domains. That's absolutely fine because you can do that with uh, extensions such as the SNI, server name indication. So you, while yes, this is a single IP address, it can has, host thousands of websites. That's absolutely fine right? because in in right after the connection establishment while we only know the ip address in the sni extension and tls we specify exactly which domain we want and that domain differentiate exactly what we want there right and uh, we can get which website but um this way another way is through the host header which is little bit later right you get that after the encryption i say hey, i want to get to this website right that's the it's a request header in http but but what if the server want to tell the client that hey whatever the service you connected to me at this point i have actually multiple services i have multiple ports multiple domains even that serve the exact same service so for load balancing purposes or for maybe a better protocol let's say uh, go to the service and that's why the alt dash svc header is used for so once the communication happens once the tls is done the server will reply back with the first response that says here is http to 200 okay Here's a response header that says, hey, alt service. You can connect through this domain. You can connect through this IP address on this port. You can connect to port 81. You can connect to port this. And you're going to get this a similar service. So the client can cache these things based on the rules of caching that it observes, right, of course. And then it can load balance maybe, right? So this is a called a client-side load balancing. So you let the client know of all your services and it can choose which domain it can connect to and can kind of distribute the load, if you will. Powerful concept. Okay? I'm not sure how much is used for load balancing per se at the client side. I know Netflix does this a lot, right? Specifically, they, they let the client choose which services they want to connect to. I think they mentioned that in one of their podcasts or videos. But we recently found ourselves using this alt service for as an HTTP3. You see, HTTP1 and HTTP2 are kind of similar. And the reason they are similar is because they are all both on top of TCP. So if I do a TCP and I do a TLS, in TLS... Right, I'm connected to the same port. Right? And in the extension of TLS, one of the extensions, the client-side extensions that the client sends, something called the Application Layer Protocol Negotiation, ALPN. This protocol will let the server know which protocols would the client would, would be... Uh, applicable to 
communicate with and, and support. Right? Because after we connect with the TCP, we don't really know what the server or the client supports. Could be any number of protocols. So by specifying the protocols in ALPN, the client and the server can agree on the protocol right after the TLS handshake. That's a very powerful concept. And that works very well. So curl, for example, CURL, will always support, will always suggest both H1 and H2 as a supported protocol. And the server get to pick when they reply back to the TLS server, hello, they say, hey, I pick H2. Hey, I pick H1. And based on that, the client must respect that choice and they communicate in H1 or H2. But H3 is a different beast. HTTP3 is a completely different beast. It's not even on top of TCP. If it was, it would be easy. We'll just add H3 as an ALPN extension entry, right? But it's not. It's not. It's on top of Quay. It's a different transport protocol altogether. It's built on top of UDP, right? So it's not like if we already if you put it on top of ALPN, which you can, it's kinda too late anyway. Right? Because you already established a TCP connection. And then you already did a TLS on that TCP connection. So if that even if the server does support H3, well they will say, okay, now you have to close the connection and reconnect again. And that's fine i suppose you can do that it's definitely possible to do it this way i'm not sure if it why it was not done this way but my guess is like the cost of creating a connection just to su support suggest something you're not supporting per se right on that connection but then so so that's why the server can come back and say okay once you send me the first request right? I can reply back with a header, 200 OK, status code, and then header says, OK, alt service, I support H3 on this domain, on this port, on this IP address. And then the client application can know from there to future connections based on the caching limit can be directed to HTTP3. That's one way to discover it. A little too late. As we know, right? HTTP three is a little slow to switch to in this case because you have done the connection, you did a TLS handshake, and if it was TLS one point two, you would have done many round trip until like you found that knowledge. TLS one point three would do one round trip to find that knowledge right after the request, which takes another round trip, just to know that the server support H three. So you can turn around maybe continue with the connection that's a client choice or concurrently just establish another one which is with h3 using quick connection and then move on this way you can definitely do that so that's the first way you can do it with the http response header the alt service right but it's slow slow to switch to h3 this way how can we make switching to h3 faster one way I saw uh, was, and I don't think if, if it will work or not, is using the 103 early hints. You see 103 is, is a new response code that is 
well, it's been proposed a long time ago, but it was very recently, last year, I think, supported by Chrome and others. And that's basically a, a response that is a hundred. Anything hundreds is like it's an intermediate response. I mean, we're not really done. I'm just letting you, it's an informational thing from the server to the client tells you that, hey, watch out, right? And this watch out is done on a request. So you will send a request, but you the server will not really process the request, right? It will not go and process the request and takes the whole time to process the request. It will not think that much because the, the cost of processing request is high, right? You know, especially if you have like server side rendering, you'll have to generate the HTML, have to do all this magic stuff and then write it. So it takes like maybe, I've seen like Reddit takes like five seconds to generate the first request. It's ridiculous, right? So it's fi waiting five seconds, up to five seconds to send that response is so slow just to let the client know that, hey, there is this, you can, you can, this is the HTML page, right? So, so what the 103 uh, connection uh, header does is as soon as the server responds with the request, it will parse the request and will tell it immediately if the knowledge exists, will response back with certain headers. Same thing as the response headers, but they can respond earlier. Things like link headers that, hey, by the way, I know you're requesting this root page. You're going to need this CSS file. You're going to need this JavaScript file. Go ahead and preload them. Just, just go ahead and preload them. So we'll not wait the five seconds, a little bit extreme, the five seconds. I'm going to give you a real life example there, right? For sometimes take up to five seconds or like even four, 400 milliseconds or 150 milliseconds. Just, hey. You're going to need this. Go ahead and preload them. So the client immediately had this knowledge. Right? We're, we're now we're explaining 103 early hints, right? That's what we're explaining. So now the client had that knowledge immediately. So that client can make the request for CSS and the JavaScript. So it will be cached and ready while the server is thinking the first request. Granted that, of course, it needs to create new connections for those requests because it cannot send... Well, wait a minute. If it's HTTP2, no, that's not correct. If it's HTTP1, then yes, it needs to create multiple connections to send those concurrent requests. And if it's HTTP2, it just opens another stream, an odd number stream, and just sends the request there. That's the beauty of HTTP2, right? Um, yes. So that's that's the beauty of 103. You send early hints, headers mostly, not body about what the response might look like. And one of the hints that you can send, one of the headers is alt service, right? Again, I didn't see anything doing that, but I, definitely possible, where you can immediately reply with an H3 header, right? Uh, sorry, with an alt service header telling the client that, hey, by the way, there is another service that supports H3 on this way, on this domain, on this port. So that's much quicker way of doing it, right? But the cost still there. The client has to make a request. You can't just send something from the server, right? A response that doesn't, that's, that's not how HTTP work, right? At least that's not how HTTP1 work, right? HTTP is a 
HTTP2, HTTP is a request response. You send a request, you get a response. You can't just get a response out of the thin air. So that's, uh, that's how it works. So yeah, early hints might help to speed up the switching to HTTP3, right? So that's powerful, right? And then uh, you can do it even faster. And this is something very recently I learned. I follow a lot of people and from Cloudflare with this low-level knowledge, you know, stuff. They work on RFCs and stuff. So, so that's why I get access to this information. And that is a, something called HTTP2 alt service frame if you know from my http videos and my backend course i talk about http2 and http2 is nothing but streams right the client has streams and odd numbers and the server has even number streams so zero two four for the server if for server initiated streams and stream zero is one of them right and stream one three five and so on is client initiated stream where you send request effectively granted that the responses the server make are on those odd streams but if the server initiate those streams are they are even number that's how they they did it funnily enough in quick it's actually reversed no idea why the client is the even number and the server is the odd number why that's just how the RFC describes it. But yeah, it's interesting when you think about this because the sitting frame, that's how things are sent in, 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 in HTTP2. It's just a bunch of frames, which kind of represent, whether this is a data frame, this is a header frame, this is a, a sitting frame. So there is an alt service frame, a special kind of frame. And again, the server must, must kind of support that. So there is also also negotiation. Are you even do you even support this alt service frame thing, right? And the beauty of this is once you finish the TLS, and the client kind of agrees to use H two, well the server. If the server agrees to use H two, that means the client already has told the server that hey we're talking HTTP two, so let's go ahead and use that, right? So immediately the server, if they support it, they will reply back with an alt service frame telling the client, hey, there is an H3 service right over there or anything, right? There is an HTTP2 service right over there on this domain. Powerful stuff. So that is even a faster way to let the client know to switch to HTTP3 without waiting for the client to make a request to begin with. How fascinating is that? So we talk about the alt service header, which is a response header. We made it faster with 103 early hands. Then we switched protocols altogether and we used an alt service HTTP2 frame, right? So that's an HTTP2 specific way. So if you're using HTTP2, I can tell you of an H3 service faster if you're using HTTP2 because I, I'll immediately send you uh, uh, the alt serve frame on stream zero and there is and there is of course of course there is also semantics attached to what stream you're using if you're using a stream zero it will immediately be used if you're using another stream stream two or four that has different meaning uh i gotta remember what that means it's, it's been a while since i read that rfc 
but yeah, there is a different semantics. But just assume a stream zero. So just send it on stream zero, and it will it will take it basically. Right? So yeah, so that's even a faster way of letting the client know of another service, an H three service, for example. And the final way, and again, I say the final way that I know of. Maybe there exist other ways to let the client know, right? Uh, I guess I suppose uh, off channel, right? But uh, is DNS. You see, what is the first thing we do when we want to connect? If we have a host name, I do a DNS resolution to get the IP, and I ask for the A record and the AAAA records, which corresponds to the IPv4 and the IPv6 records, right? IP records, right? And I also I can ask many other record type, right? Such as text or MX, right? And the new record type that I suppose maybe Cloudflare actually proposes it. But I, I'm, I'm going to reference the RFCs actually that does all that stuff. Is a new record type called SVCB, right? So the client, if the client knows to request this record type, not just the IP address, but the record type, SVCB, it is going to get the IP address, but it also gets the alternative service SVCB record. So right after DNS, which is the fastest way you can ever do anything, immediately the client will know that, oh, this IP address on this port actually supports Quick, supports HTTP through. So I'm support HTTP three. So now I won't even bother doing a TCP. I am going to do a Quick connection and immediately do HTTP three. That's the fastest way you can do things. And then just do the quick connection, which is we know that's just a single round trip, right? To do both the connection establishment and the TLS encryption to derive the session key for that session, for that connection. So, so powerful to know that learning how the client can learn quickly about the backend communication services. It's fascinating to me, and this is something I recently learned and collected, and I thought I'll share it here. So to summarize, alt service is a header that tells the client of new services, uh, presumably similar to the one you're connected to, hey client, and you can just use this to connect to that, right? So probably not a good idea to send the client somewhere else, right? That is the app it's not compatible at the application level not the protocol itself so yeah if it's a different app then the client may break right so you gotta be careful of that if it's the same app but the different protocol that's fine right so yeah can use the alt service header or you can make it a little bit faster with alt service uh, early hints and then you can use if you're using HTTP2 you can do use the setting frames or or the alt service frame to even make it faster, right after the TLS, you can know about that. Or finally, you can do it through DNS. And DNS, I'm pretty sure clients do not know about this yet. Cloudflare does support it on their backend, but 
very few clients understand to ask about the SVCB record. DNS is an old client protocol, so it's very hard to add new things, right? As they say, it's very hard to teach a, an old dog new tricks, right? As they say. So DNS is very hard <laughs> to actually learn about this. So you need a new up, update to your DNS client to actually do that. And I'm not, not sure if Chrome does it, not sure if Safari does it, not sure if they will do it in these days, right? It's going to take time. New things takes time to implement. But I, this is what I'm going to talk about, uh, talking about uh, basically alternative services and how you can do client-side load balancing to multiple services or just switching protocol altogether, right? To a completely different protocol. Hope you enjoyed this episode. Going to see you in the next one. Goodbye.